The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals, where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In today's show, I had the opportunity of interviewing the amazingly fantastic Emma Milden, who is the author of The Soul Searcher's Handbook and the upcoming Evolution of Goddess. It was so exciting to get to speak with Emma because I've been a big fan of hers for a while. I love The Soul Searcher's Handbook. It's such a great introduction to lots of different spiritual topics. So whether you're into feng shui or crystals or aromatherapy, there's something for everyone in that book. And the thing that I love most about it is really just Emma's approach to making this kind of thing accessible and really easy to understand. So it was really kind of fantastic to get to sit down and talk with her a little bit about crystals, but also about her upcoming book, Evolution of Goddess, and why this book is needed in the world right now. What is so important about this book? And I don't want to give anything away um, because really there's no way that I could you know, explain it nearly as well as Emma did, but I do just want to say that if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling hurt, if you are feeling frustrated with the energy that surrounds us today, especially as women, then this interview about Emma's creation and writing of the Evolution of Goddess book is something that you'll want to take time to listen to fully and tease out the lessons that she has to share because this isn't just her story, this is our story. And I just love how much perspective she brings to the current situation and conversation that we find ourselves in as we reclaim divine feminine in this world. And it's just such a positive, uplifting message. Um, I think so many times, you know, we get into this place of anger and frustration because we're so hurt, you know, but this is really about working through that and overcoming those feelings and taking back our own power. And this was just a fabulous interview. I can't wait for the book to come out. I've had it on pre-order for a while, um, so I'm really looking forward to its release. But I just have to say, you know, give this a listen. Listen to what Emma has to say. She's an amazing author. She calls herself the spiritual activist, and she does so for a reason. This is just a phenomenal interview. I really hope that you'll get a lot out of it. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in and give a listen. 
Hi, and welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm so excited today to be interviewing the amazing Emma Milden. So you may be familiar with Emma. She's the author of the Soul Searcher's Handbook and the soon-to-be-released Evolution of Goddess. And she's also been featured by the Huffington Post and by Mind Body Green. She is just a, an amazing powerhouse of information on different spiritual topics. And I am so excited to be interviewing her because... The Soul Searcher's Handbook is one that's been on my shelf for a long time. I really love it. I've already pre-ordered my copy of Evolution of Goddess, and I'm just really excited to talk with her a little bit today about this upcoming book. So Emma, thank you so much for being here with me. Hi, how are you? Calling in oh. from New Zealand. <laughs> oh, lovely. So and that's the other thing I love. Like many people listening, um, our students, they know my amazing assistant, Lucy, is from New Zealand. So we have big New Zealand love over here. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, I love Lucy. We probably know each other. <laughs> so I would love, you know, for those of you who are maybe not familiar with you or your books yet, um, would you mind just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about yourself and your spiritual journey and how you got started with all this? Of course, yeah. So I pride myself on being kind of the girl next door spiritualist. So um, I began writing after kind of a world odyssey of soul searching. I um, traveled the world and did everything I physically possibly could in terms of learning and digesting spiritual wisdom. I read every book I could try to get through, um, normally just the first few chapters until they told me what I should do and think and believe in. Um, and I did courses and learned from masters and healers and authors and shaman and yeah at the time I had no idea that actually I was I was researching my own book um, but really I think in that process of traveling trying to read um, books about topics and then coming out the other end and realizing that actually we needed a spiritual book without all the rules and a book a reference guide that meant that you could take what you like and, and leave what doesn't resonate with you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how I started out. I definitely didn't start out as a writer. I um, Speaking and things like this make me incredibly nervous. I love to hide behind my, my pages of my book and writing is definitely dear to my heart. But it really, um, yeah, I really just felt passionate about people need to have this information because when I started looking to explore spiritual, spirituality, there wasn't really enough to help guide me that didn't boss me around. And I think, um, you know, being a mystic millennial, I wanted to have a book that gave me the freedom to explore spirituality on my terms. You know, I do think that that is such a, a true thing for many, many of us who are a little bit on the younger side, who are in that millennial generation. It, it is about this personal freedom. Um, you know, I think that's why many of us choose the paths that we do and the careers that we do and, and things like that. So I, I definitely relate to that. But I think for really, truly anyone listening, we've probably all felt this from one time or another when we're learning about something new. We feel like there's a specific way things have to be done because that's what we're being told. And it really impedes on our own spiritual development and spiritual growth because, um, and we were talking about this a little bit, we were talking before we started recording the podcast. Um, but we are talking about this idea of 
you know, feeling like what you should be doing and beating yourself up when you don't do that. So, you know, I think that's so wonderful that you've incorporated more freedom into, into that original book. And, and I'm just wondering, did that play a role at all? Um, when you started to write Evolution of Goddess, did you kind of take some of those lessons with you from your last book into the next? Oh, a hundred percent. I think, um, you know, with evolution, um, I mean, sorry, with Soul Searcher's Handbook, I really started to realize that there is no right or wrong approach to spirituality. And anyone that tells you that what you're doing is wrong is probably someone that you need to sidestep. Um, there's no hierarchy. None of us know more than the next person. I mean, Ashley, you can teach me just as much as I can teach you. Um, I've learned some of the most amazing spiritual insights from the lady next to me on the bus to a shaman, to the librarian, you know, all of us have so many things to teach. And um, yeah, I think that was the biggest thing for me as I set up, particularly moving into Evolution of Goddess was helping people to understand that everybody is a teacher um, and everybody has an impact. So Soul Searcher's Handbook was about exploring your spirituality and evolution of goddess is about activating your spirituality. And I love this about it, about this book. And I'm so excited for it to be released. I've already pre-ordered my copy because I can't wait. But because it's about this idea of really taking action and starting to kind of step into your power and understand what that means to you personally in your life and how to craft um we were talking about this before the interview too, ritual rather than routine. And so you actually go through an assessment in this book to help us identify our goddess archetype and then give like solutions and practical things that we can do once we discover what that archetype is. So can you tell a little bit about that process? Like what would that look like for someone going through this assessment? Yeah, so basically um, we change on the daily um, the monthly being feminine um, and then obviously every year we feel like we morph into a different challenge a different phase of life and so changing the the our archetypes into energy was important because our energy changes rather than it being about labels and saying oh you're a wild um, you know or you're you're a queen or you're the maiden no like none of that it's literally the five elements so you can be um, either earth, air, wind, fire, moon, energy. And within that, um, you kind of learn other about other goddesses. So obviously, if I got moon, the big um, narrat narratives about different moon goddesses and what they were experiencing and learning and, and how they kind of overcome some of their challenges and evolved as um, in mythology. Also modalities, so these things about what type of flowers will probably resonate with me or oils or crystals or um, rituals, so different types of yoga and breathing practices, but also about modern moon goddesses. So people in our society that you will be familiar with that are doing amazing things that are in the same energy as you. Um, it t tells you kind of what you need to dial up and what you might need to be aware of. It's kind of similar to what you'd get in a, in a star sign. Um, yeah, and it's just another way for you to really understand what energy might be coursing through your spiritual veins at that time and how to really bring them into play in your day. I love that. You know, we talked a little bit, Emma, before we started recording about um, 
kind of the shift that took place in you and the story behind where this book came from. And I think, you know, everyone will really love to hear a little bit about about this journey for you writing this book, because it was so courageous and brave and just how you went through this process of, of writing this book and bringing it into the world. Would you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so I basically finished my tour for Soul Switch's handbook and I was exhausted. I was literally lying on the bed saying to my partner, oh, I'm, babe, I'm not writing any more books. That's it, I'm done. That was fun, tick, done that. Um, life goal achieved. <laughs> um, fell asleep with a, with a very satisfied grin on my face and woke up at about 3 a.m. with a violent urgency. Um, I started scribbling down um, what actually became the evolution of goddess logo. Um, I didn't really understand what it was. I scribbled like a mermaid to a fairy, to a queen, to a warrior pose, to meditating. And I was like, what is this? And yeah. And I felt like I got shaken awake, um, which is kind of ironic when you think of what's happening with society at the moment. And everything in me was telling me there's another book and there's another book now. Um, so the idea of a break never happened. I was on the phone first thing that morning, um, not at 3am, I waited until a decent hour and um, started talking to publishers about this, this idea for a book. Um, it was about the feminine. It was urgent. I, you know, I felt like something was happening. Something was brewing my guides, the universe, whatever label you resonate with, were definitely pulling strings and pushing me behind me, making me get off my ass and do this. And yeah, luckily enough, I found an editor um, from Enliven Books. She's a division of Simon Schuster, her name's Zena. And she really said, this is, yes, I 100% know that the world will need this book, let's do it. And so it's been three years in the making um, it was a, a hard three years because I wanted the book to be out then. Um, you know, it was never up to me. The book has dropped at exactly the right time when you look at how society's evolved and the rise of feminine um, from Trump to marches to Oprah, um, evolution of goddess, um, being in bookshelves on July of this year is perfect timing. And you know, the process of writing her, I had to evolve. I had to be initiated. I had to um, make sure I was walking my evolution talk. Um, so I really had to kind of burn my spiritual training bra, um, not in a feminist way, in a feminine way, um, which is different. So I really, um, yeah, I really had to step into awakening and activating at the same time. So it wasn't just about meditating on a cushion anymore. It was how I can educate, inspire, motivate, you know, the people that come into contact with me daily, how I can help just the people around me and then they can help and they can help and, and the whole ripple effect. So it was about really getting people to understand that yoga, meditation, crystals, all the self-help books we're reading are great, but we need, we need to come to a point where we're activated and actually, you know, actively adding this into our day-to-day. You know, Emma, <clears throat> you touched on something that um, I, I really want to dig into just a little bit more. And this this will be my last question for you. But, you know, you, you talked about 
how happy you are with the timing of this book, even though when you were going through the writing process, it, it didn't seem like the right timing, um, but that for it to be released this coming July actually seems really relevant and really pertinent to what's happening in our world. I don't, and I don't know if you've given any thought to this at all, but how do you hope that this book changes things? How do you hope that this book influences others or impacts others who are experiencing a bit of overwhelm with the type of energies that are happening right now? Like you said, with everything from Trump to marches to Oprah, how do you hope in, in your heart of hearts that this book changes things for those who read it? I hope Evolution of Goddess brings um, a deep sense of healing um, and personal healing. So I've got goosebumps. This is um, really what I wanted to do is there's a lot of people in society that like me when I started writing Evolution of Goddess were urgent and angry and frustrated. And um, I want Evolution of Goddess to heal that energy and evolve it into a sense of empowerment and education so that we can move forward in unity, um, wiser and together. Um, so I think it, with all things in life, when you know, when you think of Soul Searcher's Handbook, my first book, there was a woo-woo scale, right? There was a spectrum and you either things were really, you know, look, this isn't on the Soul Searcher's spiritual scale of things. This is a one out of 10, your Nana will probably do it. You know, it's, it's not very woo-woo out of the box. And then there was the 10, you know, the out, you know, out there crazy, this is spiritual extreme, you know, happy exploring. And I, when I think of society at the moment and the feminine, there really is also that, that spectrum, again, the scale. And I think wherever you are in it, there is an element of, of evolving um, that needs to be looked at. And I think that's why the evolution logo for me, changing that from a monkey to a man, to a mermaid, to a meditator, all in the feminine energies was important because we, we evolve as people, we evolve as a society and making sure that we evolve together um, is, is probably how we can get, get to a conscious activated society a lot faster. Um, so no more fighting, no more debating. It's about education. It's about healing. It's about understanding. And I think about energy and being responsible for the energy that we bring to our day and to our, to our, our, the people around us and to our, our world. So, yeah, I think that was, that's the biggest thing about evolution of, of goddess for me. It's about us evolving as people in every phase and every day. Emma, I have to thank you for just the positivity that you just brought to that message because so many of us, especially as women, but even as feminist men, we are in that place of frustration. We are in that place of hurt. And it truly is time for healing and to move past that and evolve past that and grow past that and do bigger, beautiful things in this world. And I really, truly do feel so inspired just by talking to you already. I cannot wait for the release of this book. So thank you for everything that you do and everything that you've shared. Oh, thanks, Ash. I've loved talking to you. I could have, God, I could have talked to you all day, babe. You're great.
<laughs> you are seriously like a spiritual soul sister. And I just, I resonate with you on so many levels and I adore the work that you're doing. And, and thank you for sharing your voice and, and thank you for, you know, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone and doing, you know, crazy audio podcasts and video and just getting your unique voice heard, because I think you have some really powerful things to share. So thank you so much for taking the time and opening up from your heart and soul and sharing with us today. You are very welcome. It's my pleasure. That was the amazing Emma Milden, author of Evolution of Goddess, which is available for pre-order now. So that was it. That was the interview with the amazing Emma Milden, the spiritual activist. I hope that you found a lot of value in our interview today. And if you do want more information about anything we discussed in this episode, of course, as always, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. While you're there, please, please subscribe to that link as well so that you never miss a future episode. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com.